You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. I love watching it, cuddled up with my family, eating comfort food, and drinking ice-cold Pepsi. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out all the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Well, the Jags lost on the field, but they gained so much off the field. This is Tony Wiggins with the Jacksonville Jaguars report here on Locked on Jaguars. Big blowout today, lost. Big 41-10 to loss to the Bears, as was expected. The Jaguars lost uh, their 14th game of the year to fall to 1-14. But because of that loss and because of another victory by the New York Jets over yet another playoff contending team, the Jacksonville Jaguars have sewn up the rights to the number one overall draft pick in the 2021 draft. And that means that if he declares, which everyone expects him to, that Trevor Lawrence is the number one prospect on that board as of this point and is expected to be the player that the Jaguars will target once they get a general manager to be the future and the leader of the quarterback room for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You can get this here every day because it's your team every day and you can subscribe to Locked on Jaguars right here on Google Podcasts. It's amazing, man. It's really amazing that a team that has had so much negativity and bad fortune over the years can finally have something good happen while something bad has happened. And and that bad thing is that they're one in 14 and it's the worst. They're headed towards the worst record this franchise has ever uh, had. And, um, but you have to be bad before you can be good in some situations. And this, this goes right back to what I said years ago. When Dave Caldwell and Camp took took this franchise over, when Shot Khan purchased this team from Wayne Weaver, and Dave Caldwell took this team over, folks always in those first couple of years gave them mulligans and gave them passes and always said, do you see this roster? This roster is the worst roster in the league. It was if you were expecting immediate results. But I tried to tell people back then, this is an easy build. This is an easy job because, one, they aren't married to old bad contracts. Two, they have a lot of salary cap uh, room and a lot of money that they can spend. Three, they're going to have high draft picks. The cupboard is is bare, but you can build it. It's like going and you don't have to clean the lot, man, before you build your house. It's already clear, and you got all your permits. Just start building This is almost the same situation with the exception of the fact that now they have the number one pick and they have maybe the best prospect in the last 30 years sitting there. And that makes a big difference. But for everyone that wants to now understand why this job is so attractive, this job was pretty attractive in 2013 as well when I tried to tell people that and they wouldn't listen. 
this is exactly what you want when you are a prospective coach or a prospective GM. You want it empty. You, you, you don't want to come there and you got some hot shot, okay, top 15 quarterback who makes a whole bunch of money with a bad contract that you can't get rid of. No. You don't want to come in there and you got a whole bunch of guys who being paid a lot of money and they're okay and you're going to have to try to figure out a way to win with them while you build slowly or add a few pieces here or there to try to figure out how to win and you're picking 17th, 18th every single year and you're on the cusp of making the playoffs and you got to change guys' habits. You can do that because, you know, there's only 32 jobs in the NFL. What you want is what you have right now here in Jacksonville if you're going to start it off from the very beginning. And that's why this job is so attractive. And that's why the Jaguars have a golden opportunity to not only get a great quarterback, but to get a great coach. Because everybody wants the shot to win. And that's why I go for the gusto. I call Tuscaloosa. I promise you I would. And I just say, you want to try it again? I call Tuscaloosa tomorrow, man. I'd ask Nick if you want to come. I'd just do it. And then, you know, even if he says no, what you're doing is you're sending a message. You're just sending a message that that's what you're going for. You get this here every day on Locked on Jaguars because it's your team every day and you can subscribe on Google Podcasts. Yeah. You can be arrogant right now. You can be arrogant right now. I would I would absolutely go shopping for the goods right now. This is exactly what I would do. If Pittsburgh acts like acts like they want to get rid of Mike Tomlin, I'd sit there and I'd wait too. I, I'd wait. I, really? That's what you want to do? I'm serious, man. I would I would look at the best of the absolute best. I know everybody's talking about Urban Meyer. I've mentioned Ryan Day in the past. I would. I'd name the biggest names you possibly could come up with. But what I wouldn't want to do, I would not want to get someone and then three years from now I'll be looking at someone else. And what I mean by that is I'm going to explain to you, you know, I don't know, I don't know about Nick Saban's age, but I'll explain to you in the first segment why I think Saban is a little bit different. Why I think uh, bringing in somebody like Nick Saban is a little bit different. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that in the second segment here on Locked On Jaguars on a very, very exciting Monday. One of the most exciting Mondays we've seen uh, and heard of uh, in, in this city. And I'm so happy for the fans, by the way. I, I really, really am. Uh, I'm a little bit down uh, weather-wise. Uh, something's wrong with my sinuses, man. So I'm not going to be all rah-rah today. But I'm extremely, extremely excited for the fans because the fans, uh, the people having Zoom parties, everybody's going all crazy. And good because you guys deserve it. You guys deserve something good to happen. Now we just need to uh, watch and see if Trevor goes ahead and, and, and at some point makes that declaration that he's going to come out. Uh, but more on a, a victory Monday, if you will, here on Locked on Jaguars on a Monday. Uh, stand by. Are we ready for some football? College football heads in the bowl season. And, of course, you got the championship playoffs that are going to come up. The NFL regular season, they're finishing up. Uh, the playoff picture is getting ironed out right now. Uh, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust for you guys to start making some money, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. That's right. 
You have the NFL game of the week, college football, top games, current headlines and sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore now. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. All right, man. So I got to tell you guys too about um, Locked on Bets. Locked on Bets is the real deal. Um, it, it's, it's a great, great, Hard hitting. You don't have to, you don't have to guess about it anymore. You listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted hosted by my partner, your boy Q. He's the host of Locked On Raiders, and uh, he's on there with a handicapping expert, my man Lee Sterling. You get your daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers on BetOnline.ag. Now you subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. So check that out. Um, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence and the impact that he's going to have on this team. And I did a podcast last week, and I explained to everyone that I really believe that Trevor could have uh, a, a LeBron impact on the city of Jacksonville and on the, on the Jaguars franchise, the way LeBron affected the Cleveland Cavaliers in, in uh in basketball. And I know basketball and football is a little bit different because there's more moving parts in football. What I mean, though, is before they even play a game, before he even takes the field of practice, I think he's going to ignite and excite the fan base here. Of course, now he's going to end up having to live up to it. And, and you know, there's some old school people that go, oh, you know, haven't played it down yet, man. You got to let him play it down. He's got to live up to it. Yeah, so of course he does. He has to live up to it. We all know that. But my answer to that is, is he, he's either going to be spectacular as a success or he's going to be a spectacular failure. Either way, the part about you talking about he's got to live up to it and how big the story is going to be, it's going to be good whether it's great or not. Okay? Now, the results we want for long term for the next 15 years and the tradition that can be built off of whatever success that he could bring of course, that's a different course of action. That's why I say he, the things that he could bring to this franchise could, could, the biggest things could happen before he ever plays it down. And what that means is part, a part of that is who decides to take this job because of the opportunity to coach him. The Fortune 500 companies that may want to get in on um, – you know, putting their name and putting their money with the team because they know there's going to be some Trevor Lawrence excitement um, coming to Jacksonville. The fact that people are going to renew their tickets earlier uh, because they want to be a part of the excitement that's building for Jacksonville. All of that stuff. The fact that there will be more lights and more eyes on this city. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal for a city and for a fan base that has been constantly fighting these battles trying to work on their football identity and their self-esteem. And I keep trying to reiterate that point. Now, none of that wins a game. So that's why I say a lot of this stuff will happen and will affect this team. And a lot of this stuff goes into motion way before he ever plays one football game. 
That being said, one of the biggest things that it could affect is the job was already a very attractive job, even when they didn't have the number one pick secured. Now it just got even better. If you secure the right coach to go along with the player, one, you allow that player to develop and cultivate because now you have a better coach and you have the combination of the coach quarterback that you need to be really, really, really successful. Then that coach isn't going to be all wide-eyed and just fall so much in love with the player. If it's the right coach that's had a lot of success, they're going to see this thing for what it's really, what it really is, and they're going to look at it from a, a, a macro perspective. And they're going to put that that player in a position to win, and they're going to really, really, really not view this thing the way a fan does, and therefore do what's really, really right and necessary by the entire organization and not get caught up in the excitement of it. Um, the reason why I talked about Nick Saban is because of this. Saban is the kind of person that when he comes to a situation, and I know it didn't work in Miami, but that was for a number of different reasons. He could come in, change the course of the situation, and his imprint, even if he leaves in four years, will remain on the franchise because I think he stays. I think Nick Saban comes in four, five years, promotes from within, continues. Uh, maybe the next coach is one of his disciples, a Brian Daybold type, promotes from within, becomes team president, hangs around the franchise, turns it over to somebody else. But who he is and what he is remains a part of the identity of the football team. There's some other guys that could do that too. I don't think Urban Meyer is the type of guy that has that imprint on, on a franchise. I really don't. I think Urban comes in and when Urban leaves, whatever he was to that team goes with him. I, I think the Saban effect would last a little bit longer and and really, really move to – continuing on with an identity. Jimmy Johnson did that when he left Dallas. They kept their identity and they still won a Super Bowl until it wasn't there no more because Jerry wanted to continue to take credit for everything. But they continued to win long after he was gone. They continued to win long after he left Miami. And some coaches have the ability to do that. LSU kept winning long after uh, Nick left LSU until he was gone for so long and then he went back and started beating them with another team. But that's what I mean. I really think that there are some people, even if he says no, you're, you're sending a message to everyone that that's where you're going. And then if he says no, it's next, and then you move down the line to the next guy, whether whether you think it's Urban or Ryan Day or some some NFL hotshot or, you know, a Day Bowl or whoever or, you know, some of these other, you know, play callers, whether it's Joe Brady or whatever. At some point, though, I think they need a big-time presence, whether it's in the form of a GM or a head coach. You need somebody that's done something. I saw the name Jerry Reese out there. I like Jerry Reese. I really do. The irony is that Jerry Reese is the guy that fired Coughlin up in New York, but it's just wild. It's like he won two Super Bowl. He built two Super Bowl championship teams in New York. Tom Coughlin didn't do that. Jerry Reese did it. You know, so – and he did it in a big market, and he and he and he understands and knows what's going on. So, at some point, you do need that 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 experience, that that big somebody that has that 
they've had their hand on something really, really big, and they understand uh, what the move is. But make no mistake, the Jaguars have the cachet now. They have the cachet now to do that. I, they have the cachet now, and they're in a position now that they don't have to pick their phone up. Somebody's going to call them. Whoever the super agent, to, I don't know in college is Tom Conner, I don't know who it is in the NFL, but whoever the super agent is for all these guys is probably picking up the phone and saying, hey, I wouldn't mind taking a look. What, what are you guys thinking about doing down there? What are you guys thinking about doing, really? They are, they are in the catbird seat of all catbird seats. It's weird how they got here, but they are, this is probably as good a situation as I've ever seen uh, anyone be in for a long, long time. I'm serious. So, yeah, man, y'all celebrate. Celebrate and be happy because this doesn't happen very, very often. I got a message to all those national people that wants to all of a sudden change the rules when the Jaguars – Get something good that happens to them. All of a sudden, everybody wants to become an expert now on how to build or how to how how the draft should run. I'll address it and I'll address it one good time in this third segment here on Locked On Jaguars. After I tell you about Built Bar, some of these people out here criticizing this draft process need to eat some Built Bars. Maybe they'll get some energy and and taste how good Built Bars are, and they'll lose some of that hate in their voice because Built Bars. They have 18 great flavors, man, and they are the real, real deal. And, uh, you know, they have 12 original and six new ones that are just out of this world with flavor. They're packed with protein, and they don't have all of those calories that you might think they have when you taste them. They, uh, they are so, so good, and you can go right now to BuiltBar.com and get 20% off of your next order. When you use the promo code Locked On, that's right. Use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off of your next order on Built Bars. And you better not tell me you got them because I'm going to come over there and beg for some, man, because they are absolutely delicious. So it's BuiltBar.com, the promo code locked on. You get 20% off your next order of the best protein bar you have ever had in your life, bar none. Trust me on this one. It's BuiltBar at BuiltBar.com. Okay, so lots of people I like and respect, you know, used to getting into a big kissy about it with with folks and 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 calling them names and insulting them but some of them deserve to be insulted because why after all of these years with the draft being the way that it is do people feel inclined to want to change the rules when a team like Jacksonville gets the first pick Jeremy Shap he said it before but he's reiterating the point now that you don't award losers. Sorry, this is just the way it works. When you have revenue sharing, bad teams get the first pick. That's how you keep the competitive balance in the league the, the way it's supposed to be, Jeremy. Uh, this is the way this works. This is the way it's always worked. So, sorry, sit down somewhere. Uh, Morton, Chris Mortensen, who I've always kind of admired and respected, saw um, – an Adam Schefter tweet where Adam put something up that was sort of a, a thing the Jaguars did last year with fans. And somehow there was a – and Kurt Menefee even fell for it. Kurt Menefee on the um, the Fox pre- and post-game. They said the Jaguars were already tweeting out pictures of Trevor Lawrence's jersey and his name on jersey. That's not true. This is an activity that fans made some requests and the Jaguars 
went along with something that the fans did last summer and someone found it and retweeted it. And folks are, are running with this this narrative and running with this, you know, acting like the Jaguars were being all thirsty and acting like they were tanking. The Jaguars, you know, whether you're saying they were tanking or not, they were just a bad football team. Yeah, they could have been tanking. They, they could have set this whole thing up like that. But they were a bad football team who were playing as hard as they possibly could but who just weren't good enough. This happened because the Jets were winning games. Yeah. The Jaguars weren't out there playing poorly because they were trying to get a draft, uh, you know, a better draft position. They were playing poorly because they can't play any better. That's just who they are. All right. This happened because the Jets, for the last two weeks, played lights out. And who knows? The Jets might have that kid, Zach Wilson, rated higher than they have Trevor Lawrence and said, you know what? We want the other kid. We don't want him anyway. The Jets may have heard, you know, have gotten wind that the kid doesn't want to go to New York. And so they said, hey, we're losing for nothing. So let's go ahead and win anyway. The Jets may say, you know what? We want, we're going to stay, stick with Darnold. We're going to take the other offensive lineman. We're going to have bookend linemen. We're going to have the best offensive line for the next 12 years. That's, that, that may be their thinking. You know, Joe Douglas is a smart dude, so maybe that's what his thinking is. And he's like, you know what? It's better for us to win now. And he told Gates, win these games if you can. You don't know. None of us know exactly what happened. But the bottom line is, is for all of these people all of a sudden to come out of the woodwork and want to attack the rules, attack Jacksonville, attack the city, I saw somebody said, why do you even care about a, a team or a city that can't even – they don't even watch their games and their games are blacked out. Jaguar games haven't been blacked out. I, I, when I'm not at the game, either with a ticket or a press pass, we watch every single game on TV. So you got people lying, people with blue check marks that are just saying things out of their head that don't know what they're talking about. Other fans are lying. People uh, that can't open their door right now without stepping outside and in, in, in 12 feet of ice uh, jealous because we got palm trees down here and, you know, they just want to crap all over the city. You know? They got rats bigger than my dog that I that I walk every day out here on, next to the river. Go play in traffic, right? Go test some pizza, taste, have a pizza tasting contest or something and stop playing and, and, and trying to, you know, Hide behind this nobility or, or, or this noble reason for you wanting competition to be better when really you just don't want to see one of the premier players coming out in the draft. You don't want him in Jacksonville. That's it. But I got news for y'all. This ain't for y'all. The 5, 10, 15 people that's complaining about Jacksonville, the, uh, nobody invented football and nobody invented the NFL to make you happy. The league is made up of a bunch of players from a bunch of different places, and it's financed by fans from around the world in different parts of the country. Not for about 10 or 15 or 20 snobby people that want everything done the way that they think it needs to be done. And you can write as many editorials as you want and do as many soliloquies as you want, but if you're not a part of the rule uh, the people who make the rules and if you're not a part of the committee that actually has to change things if you're not on the competition committee and if you don't have um, if you don't have any sort of credentials that 
get you in the room to actually change the way things are done, I don't care what you have to say, especially when it's about the city that I live in. I do care for the people that listen to this podcast every day, though, if they want to come back every day. And, and because I, I really do know that without you, there is no me. So the future shows that we have here, I have a national show with James Rapine that will be on Wednesday on Locked On NFL every single week. So check that out. In fact, it's on every day with different hosts from around the Locked On Podcast Network. You can check that out. And I'll be back here every day because it's your team every day here on Locked On Jaguars. And you can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts at. Follow along on Spotify. Uh, Wherever you get your podcasts, that's where you can subscribe and listen every single day. Until tomorrow, man, enjoy this victory. Take your victory stance, man, and get in your victory lap position. Uh, Word to Nipsey Hussle, victory lap, because Jacksonville, something good happened for you. Enjoy it. Don't let nobody steal your thunder. We got the number one pick, baby, and hopefully it's Trevor Lawrence. Take care. Good night. Happy holidays. Enjoy Jacksonville.